Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Hey, we just finished the 2017-2018 That's NBA our first season. season, bro. Yeah. So before we get to end of the rookie year, breaking down game four and everything, I got to congratulate us, uh, y'all. Can we, we be the rookies of the year like he just said? It could be. I think we are. And I, think, I think we're the <laughs> I think we're the rookie of the year. I think we're the rookie of the year. Let's let's keep it at that for right I now. I think we and the MVP. Yeah, I, I think we're the rookies of the year as far as this po- basketball podcast world. Um, next step is the MVP. Yeah, ain't no, ain't never been a second year MVP in modern day area. Uh, what we need a max right now. Our rookie contract ain't paying. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's yeah, just say it like that. True. I reckon contract ain't paying. And y'all know I'm like Spreewell. I, I, you know, choke the coach. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> easily, Facts. easily. But I, I wanted to commend y'all on the commitment on season true. number one. Commit us. Commend y'all. You with us. I know, but like, I kind of been doing this for years now. But I mean, not the podcast specifically, uh-huh. but like, you know, making video. I mean, this is a different form of creativity true and this is like this is y'all rookie season on that true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so i want to commend y'all because we missed one episode the entire season the that entire season of, that was because of snow no oh, no no that was, no. was because of you what do you mean because of snow yeah no y'all got through the snow and everything every episode that's i funny forgot that what you, happened what his, mom, his mom yeah, yeah his mom had a birthday or so yeah right that was the only time we missed Oh yeah, and oh yeah, because of the snow, something. Right. Like I thought that. that day when it snowed real bad, we didn't come. Nah, no. we only missed one episode the exactly. entire season, and and that may sound like nothing, but like y'all are three guys that work, and basically this doesn't pay. So y'all make y'all make the time to come and do this show. I don't know if it's based off love. I don't know. I don't know what y'all. The reason why y'all so committed, but I appreciate it. And I think the fans do too. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of it. We got one last game to talk about. And then the offseason is here. Shit, if it would offseason technically is here. Yeah, I guess so. But let's quickly, because I mean it's not much to really say about this game itself. Um, game four happened. The Warriors just basically blew them out, kinda. I, I saw this kind of happening, or I saw this coming. Yeah. Um, game three was just another heartbreaking loss. I, it was close. I, I didn't see this coming. You didn't? Not yeah. the blowout. Not a 23-point win. Just because. It didn't, that game didn't even feel like the last game. For yeah, the it didn't. It didn't. Uh, I would expect this type of loss to be in the first game. But, like, yeah. those first three games, they played a little bit more harder and smarter. Ron didn't come out and competitive. as I thought he would. But And there may be reasons for that. We'll talk about a little bit. Or... I don't know. Before the game, Clay Thompson was interviewed by Charles Barkley, and Charles Barkley asked him about his knee. Like, how is your knee? And Clay Thompson responded, Oh, I'm good. We only have one game left. This is before the game even started. I don't think anybody disagreed with his head. No, no, but like, it happened so fast. I don't think he really, re- I think he was just talking. You know, oh, yeah. he didn't really realize oh, that, yeah. that maybe not the best press answer. Mm-hmm. But they came out, they performed like they usually do. They won the game. We had Steph Curry go off. Um, he didn't shoot the ball very efficiently, but like if you were watching the game, he was knocking down shit. Like mm-hmm. Steph Curry's one of those guys that you look at a box score and be like, wait, he was only 11 for 30? But like in game, and like he's just on fire. That's why I tell people all the time, bro. It's like stats be cool and whatnot, but like 
Who cares about the efficiency? Of course, every shooter or every person wants to be as efficient as possible, but at the end of the day, go out there and get the win. And Steph Curry hit you with haymakers. It's like at a time when you're reeling mm-hmm. and you're trying to get back, and he just hit one of those threes where it's just, it just sucked the life out of you. Yep. And it just... That's why he's so great, man. Yeah, it's the same case for that that game three. It's just he's gonna you. He's already he's always gonna take him. It's just when is he gonna make them? Because mm-hmm. they gonna come at the worst points. So yeah, he shot at uh, twelve for twenty seven, which is not bad, but uh, not amazing. But when you're watching the game, you'd be like, wow, he had an amazing game. He ended up with thirty seven points, six rebounds, four assists, three steals, three blocks, and another NBA championship. Um, Clay had a hell of a third quarter. He came out. Shooting the ball well in the third quarter because he had zero points in the first half, and he's one of those type of players that'll do that every once in a while. Um, but nonetheless, they won a championship. KD wins Finals MVP. Do y'all agree with that? Yeah, I think Steph deserved it. I would have liked to see Steph Curry win it, but I think Kevin Durant's stats are really amazing yeah. and his impact. I think that game three really took over. Oh yeah, for sure. That was like and he had already yeah. won it at that point. And in the game four, he comes out and drops a triple double: twenty points, twenty, re, 20 uh, twelve rebounds, ten assists. Even though Steph Curry may have been the the firepower that game, Kevin Durant still had an underrated or under the radar game again. Again, <laughs> uh, it's just a shame we'll never see that that epic. Performance in the finals from Steph. You never know. Yeah, you got next I always, season. I always think to myself, like, even if it do happen, it won't feel like it. What do you consider like an epic performance? You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, wow, like I, we've never had that playoff game or like finals game where it was like, damn, Steph just, you know, like the like LeBron yeah. fifty one game, right? Because in okay. even even if Steph like he had thirty seven one of these games and Man. he had thirty seven last night, yep, but it still didn't even feel like it. Mm-hmm. So it's like. The presence isn't that he's had triple doubles before in the finals. Like I don't know, it's just saying like uh, you know what I, mean? I don't know. How I know that what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I remember the first time he went for like fifty. I think that was against New York too. Oh that yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that because he's hitting everything. That's his that's, most. Uh, what do you call? It? That's his staple game or whatever you want to yeah, call it. I remember that game. Um, but like one of those games in the playoffs or in the finals he hasn't had and I don't think he'll ever need to have a game like that. Yeah, I keep telling myself like Kevin Durant going to the Warriors like from an NBA perspective like a fan mm-hmm. is terrible but that's probably the best decision he could have ever made was it, going to the Warriors. As, as far as like trying to get a uh, win championships for sure. But like I, I don't know how we're going to perceive Kevin Durant once it's all said and done. I mean... He's got to be, like, a great player. Yeah, yeah, for he, sure. Because he's in this position, and he's still, like, standing out as the best player on that team. That's why I think the move was so – what do you call it? What you just call the move is? I don't know, know what he said. <laughs> I don't know what he said. But, yeah, that's why – It was just like – it was a, well, I said it, like, for, as an NBA fan that – It was it the was best t- move for him. No, 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 it was a bad move. Exactly. For, as an NBA yeah, fan, yeah. I don't want to see that. I agree I with that because regardless of him moving here, he was already going to be a great player. We were already yeah. going to uh, have him in that upper echelon at the end of his career. So him doing this, it wasn't really needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this hurts him more than it helps him because – it's not the fact that he left. I can give a damn about OKC. You can leave. I don't. You can leave them all you want. It's, it's the fact that you went there yeah. and you have you joined a seventy three win team who had already been to two finals back to back. They won one. They had a two time MVP. Uh, so and they also just beat you three to one. Yeah. So how much do your rings hold weight? 
Mm-hmm. You have the rings, but how much weight do they hold? You know what I mean? And I think the next chapter really determines that, if that makes any sense. Like, you think about the Miami days with LeBron. Like, he got his two rings, but people always, at least for a while, they put an asterisk mark exactly, next to it. Katie. Like, he did it exactly. with the other two stars. And what solidified it? The ring in Cleveland. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I think... Like Kevin Durant may have to get one by yeah. himself somewhere, mm-hmm. not by himself, but I like a different swear, place. I definitely said like, is Kevin Durant going to be like the new LeBron? Because remember, when he went to Miami. Everybody hated him. Yeah, yeah. It's same to me. Same to me. Yeah. You hear on this but podcast talk highly. It took of him me now. a while. It took me a while to kind of like digest it all. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure like his, in his last year Miami, I actually loved LeBron because he's just so amazing to watch. Yeah, that you have to just kind of like suck it up. What took me to like him is when everybody hated him. Mm-hmm. When uh, LeBron, LeBron and during that, like when he first left, I was a part of the hate. But then when they lost that finals and everybody was happy and he went on there and was like, you know, I lost. People want to see me lose. But at the end of the day, y'all got to go back and do y'all job tomorrow. Like you got to wake up and live your life. That interview, I was like, you know, you know what's so I was funny. like, oh, yeah, you know, what's I'm, so fuck, I'm rocking with that. <laughs> my at my old job, my manager hated LeBron because of that. That, yeah. yeah, I hear a lot of people They say they hate LeBron Because of that But it was so real It was like The whole world Everybody y'all want me to lose But that You still gotta wake up tomorrow And go work at mm-hmm. You know UPS Yeah <laughs> That's how I don't know man Me losing ain't gonna take it. your problems away And like As a person You you try not to like Let people get to you mm-hmm. But at like If you think from LeBron's perspective I could not do it Like you averaging almost 40 points in a triple double And people saying that You yes, lose yes, your you swell Yeah you seen those like those um, pictures of him looking at Mountain Rushmore and it's got like KD yeah, and everything yeah. out there. Like, <laughs> listen, on one of my friends that I grew up with, Lil Devonte, he is the biggest LeBron fan I'm, all my life. Are you talking about his tweet that he tweeted? Up? I mean, no. what he posted on Facebook? Yeah, on Facebook, he's the biggest <laughs> LeBron fan in the world. I'm talking about we used to go like go at it. Because okay. I was such a big Kobe fan. This is like 10 years ago. We yeah. were Kobe-LeBron debate. He used to go hard. He still love LeBron. And he is on tw- he on Facebook and on Twitter talking about LeBron not doing enough. <laughs> so I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, this is crazy, bro. I got on Facebook when I saw that. <laughs> exactly. Too, so I'm like, bro, this is this is crazy. I got people who are saying, man, he, he got to guard Durant. I'm like, bro, like, let's just be realistic. You know, this guy playing 48 minutes, 47 minutes. I'm sorry. He getting, he getting 30 seconds of rest. I'm sorry. I forgot about the 30 seconds. He's scoring, assisting, creating plays because nobody else can create the shot for themselves. And the ones that do, they're not giving a chance too much. Um, and then you want him to guard Kevin Durant on top of that? Mm-hmm. And if need, even if he did guard Durant and locked him up, they still would probably lose. Was, do you, does anybody know if Corver has any more years on his contract? He's got one more year after this season. You think he's done after that? He no. may be done now. Fuck it. I don't yeah, think so. Okay. He, he's what, 36, 37 years old? He just had like, he shot like one for 13 from the entire yeah. playoff series. Yeah. I think he, from this, the entire playoff series. The entire playoff series. series. I mean, this series. Okay. This series. Um, and that's that's got to be tough for a shooter. Yep. Um, JJ Reddick talked about it on his podcast that like shooters are the biggest um, critics. critics of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I guess JJ Reddick missed a shot against um, Boston that could have had them win an extra game, and he said out of all of the season, how amazing the Philly was, how much they beat expectation. He still thinks about that specific shot, and I'm, I don't remember what shot it was, but I guess it was a go ahead bucket late in the game, mm-hmm. and he that's the only thing he has thought about since the end of that final or that that series, and that's that's crazy that shooters have this because like. 
they're some of the most meticulous guys in the league. You know, they got to make sure their form is like this and things like that. And Cal Corvey just did not have it. And some of that, or I'll say even most of that is due to the defense that the Warriors played on him. But he did have looks. He did have some open looks that he just missed. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I don't know what's next I, I for him. I think he'll be back um, after that. But I think the answer, I mean, will he be back with that team? I don't think so. I think if he continues to have this type of path for the next year and whatnot, He's going to join a, a systematic offense that can complement him. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, a Houston. I don't know what type of person he is to say he'll go to Golden State. Yeah. But even like a 38-year-old Kyle Culver yeah, in a Golden State, uh, a spur, you know what I mean? It's going to be a Philly. team. Shooters um, always last longer. Yeah, they always Definitely. do. And he's a smart player. Yeah, and his, his gameplay was never based on like athleticism. Exactly. Like he literally just runs off screen. Yeah, exactly. Somebody on Reddit compared his fall-off throughout the season to the Darren Williams one. No, I can't. I can't do that. Darren because Darren Williams was like a consi- star. Consi- no, but his and his father was consistent. He didn't have like he was all he had already felt fell off when he joined the Cavs. That's why he had a chance to play with that. The old Darren Williams would never have been on the Cavs. Mm-hmm. He would have never had a chance to be cut and signed, if if that make any mm-hmm. sense. Um but yeah, I think if he goes to a team, he's not too much of a defensive liability depending on who you have at the center position. Shit, Kyle Culver could go to Boston and be <laughs> productive in Brad Stevens' system. I mean, um, and he's a guy that doesn't need thirty minutes a game. Exactly, he can literally play twelve minutes a game and be productive in those twelve. Um, and he's a winning player, but you never know. He's won a lot under never. the radar. He's won a lot, but when you really look at his resume, hey, ex All Star, yeah, for Atlanta Hawks All Star. That like they just take out the names to put Atlanta Hawks starters as all stars. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's play. Let's play GM for a second. Uh huh. Okay. Let's play front office. This is four of us. One of us can't. Four of us can't be a GM. But um, we just lost the NBA Finals. We just got swept. Yes, we did. Um, our best player in the entire history of our organization is free agent. Mm-hmm. He's left us once. If they say if they'll do it once, they'll do it twice. Um, we have a depleted roster. Like everything surrounding him is just like a, a, like excess fat. Um, our head coach was inconsistent as hell in the playoffs. Um, our cap is re- like the disgusting. highest cap in the league. Disgusting. Literally. What do we do now? All right. Here's my idea. To try to keep LeBron I know that this is far-fetched To try to keep LeBron Because it, it seems like The world consists That he's going somewhere else But here I sit LeBron down Okay Listen Bronny We got the 8th pick mm-hmm. This year We are willing To part ways With that 8th pick For a player of your choice Right I don't know who that player will be Obviously it can't be a superstar Because the 8th pick Don't hold that much value And while you telling him that I'm going to be riding Kimball Walker on a napkin And, and turning it around To face him <laughs> We can we can make a deal to keep you here, to give you another ball handler. Or if you're tired of playing with Kevin Love, Kevin Love, the eighth pick for CJ or Damian. Because one of them has to get traded this offseason. Mm-hmm. But see, the thing is, I don't think Portland's going to trade one of them. They'd be dumb not to. At least that's yeah, what I, I think. I know. I, I think is, so too. They're almost I just in don't that, think like, they will. That basketball person. You don't think so? Shit. Not yet, not at least. I think they going It's been like six years, right? I think it's going to be a that thing where they just stuck for me. Bro, I think that would be an absolutely beautiful trade for I them. know, I know, but I think that they still just going to stay stuck. 
Because there's nothing else they could do with their roster. Yes, it is. That's the trade. Yeah. I, know, I know what I'm saying, but like Aminu don't have trade value. We're not talking about him. They're talking about their two guards. I don't know. You can touch on the Aminu's contract. But the reason I say that, um, so not to even cut you off, I'm going to let you finish. Mm-hmm. But in this trade. This is a good trade. But you I'm, get the eighth pick. Yeah. Which in this draft, the eighth pick, you can get something you, good. Give you yeah. a future su- superstar. And they get all Kevin Love, all-star power four. Mm-hmm. Who is going to be a different player with that team? Because Damian Lillard is not LeBron James. I'm I'm guessing that the Portland Trailblazers will hold on to him before McCullum. I could be wrong, but I'm gonna just guess that. And then you have who was their center? Nurkic. Mm-hmm. So he was a free agent this year, restricted. Yeah, I think the Cavs should definitely go after Nurkic. With what money? <laughs> not in that deal. That ain't happening in that deal. Kevin Love value ain't that high. He they can't trade for him anyways. He's a free agent. Yeah, he's a, yeah he's restricted this year. But I mean, um, sign a trade, but. So you have Damian Lillard, shooting guard position, free agency, you go find a better. Yeah, Will Bard. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Free agency this year. Um, great, great, great relationship with Damian Lillard because he, he was drafted to Portland. So good, good analyzation, Kenny. Um, it's not like I've done this on 2K or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Mikael Bridges out of Villanova is your small forward, rookie small forward, 22 years old, veteran. College player, mm-hmm. good next to Damian Lillard, 3 and D. So now you don't have a C.J. McCollum who's taking the ball out of Damian Lillard's hands. You have Kevin Love who's going to be a good stretch forward to compliment Damian Lillard. And you got Nur- Nurkic back in the center position. That is a good team. And then Damian Lillard, he can be, you know, a 27-point score a night MVP level to take them to the playoffs. And then you just go from there, man. Then you just go from there. I, I say that because I don't know if Kevin Love is a good second option on a championship team. I see him just more of a third because he's not a shot creator. Yeah. He's not a shot creator. Yeah, I know. It's hard to put those players, especially the ones that can't dominate the post. Mm-hmm. You can't create your own shot. And I think kinda... he, I, I legitimately think he could dominate the post. Yeah. He did it before. They, I don't just, they just don't do it in Cleveland. I mean, maybe not do, dominate may not be the right word, but in Cleveland, you rarely see post up a Kevin Love that end in buckets. Mm-hmm. If anything, he's trying to play make out of the post. Yeah. I think he could be a second option, but it would be with a particular player. James Harden. I think he'd be a good second option with James Harden. Because LeBron, it's just hard to be a post player with LeBron. It would be too, it would be a little bit hard to do that with James Harden. But LeBron, just the history of LeBron and Power Fools just don't mix well. You know, early in his career was Diane Marshall, who was always just a shooting Power Fool. Um, even to Chris, uh, Elgowskis became a shooter playing with LeBron. Um, Chris Bosh, who was a, a mid-range post-playing power forward in Toronto, turned turn it to like a, you a know, stretch. yeah, damn near like a Rashard Lewis. And then the came, same thing happened to Kevin Love. So, I mean, it's just, it's tough. Even Jeff Green is probably shooting the most threes he shot in his career with the Cavs just because those opportunities happen. I got another opportunity or another situation. Talk to me. I, I don't know how this is even possible. But the, I like the idea of a signing trade, sending Melo to Cleveland to be with LeBron. You know they want to play together. I still think Melo has some shit in the tank. Mm-hmm. I know the world may think he's washed. I don't think so. I don't know how you, you make it happen. You because, know I don't think so. Um, that 28 million. 28 million. You have to match that. So you have to be like Tristan Thompson and Jordan Clarkson. I don't know if you really want to do that deal. I don't know if OKC no, wants you, to do that you deal. you have to trade Kevin Love. <laughs> Kevin Love and Melo can't be on court together. You don't think so? Oh, defensively. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you get back. What's a what's a contract from OKC? Mm. We bring you. We we'll give you. They give us back Andre Rose. OKC gonna want to keep him. 
I don't. I just think the idea of LeBron and, and Melo okay, playing together man. would be solid. At least for like us, know, us man. early ninety or us nineties kids to see two of the greatest of our like generation playing together, even if they got old. We got to get somebody that's going to take take some of that pressure of ball handling off of him. Melo's not going to do that. So we got you got we got to go out and try to get that CJ or try to get that Kemba. Um, they also going to need a big man. Like a big, big man. Yeah. But free agency is going to be there for minimum. You can get that off the bench. There's so many big bodies in free agency this year. You ain't got to sign somebody long term. Hopefully they learn they fucking lesson from that with Tristan Thompson. You think they're going to keep J.R. Smith? I don't know what you can do with them. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. He'll be back. Yeah, he'll be there. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be there next year. My question, all right. Now are they, we, gonna, are they think they're going to start Rodney Hood now? He's a free agent. He's, a, he's restricted, but, yeah, he's a free agent. They'll probably keep him, though. I think. The, I don't know what the the league sees of him. He's going to get some money. You think so? Mm-hmm. He's showing a little bit in yeah, that final. I think people understand he was in a tough situation. Um I don't understand why Tyron Lue would just wouldn't put the best player on the court. Which it's clearly Rodney Hood, they but should, he kept running with Jr. At some points, they should have just took George Hill out. So, after they so what we great great segment. So what are we doing with our coaching? I think Tyron Lue should be out of that. Fire. Now who are we trying to replace him with? Some guy that can develop talent. Mark Jackson. I don't know. Would he want to? We've go seen Mark Jackson go to a bad place. Turn it upside down. But that's not really a bad place. That would be without LeBron. Yes, that's a really bad place. That's probably the worst place to be without LeBron. So if he can turn a bad place good, you know, I I don't know. I don't know. Dwayne Casey's still out there. No. That that would be funny to see him get loose to that team so much. (laughs) of like, I'm the coach now. (laughs) No, Just knowing Dwayne Casey, look, that's when LeBron dipped. (laughs) And now he got to... He's trying to manage Kevin Love and the Trey Young. <laughs> um, I think there are a lot of coaches on the market, young coaches on the market, that are waiting for their opportunity. And then if back David Blatt, he could bring back David Blatt. You remember they signed David Blatt for player development specifically, and then LeBron, LeBron came, came like, "Well, we don't need the player development. We got LeBron, so let's go get Le- one of LeBron's homies." I guess that that was a game plan, <laughs> but uh, there are plenty of coaches out there that would love the opportunity. I, I'd rather see some new coaches. Mark Jackson's is cool, but like, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he got a job. But like, I like to see new guys coming to the league. Like who? I don't know. I, I'm excited to see what Lori Pierce is going to do this year. Yeah, uh, Ma Udoa out of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Or even uh, Becky idea. Hammond. You know, she's still out there. True. You know, there's just so many coaches out there interviewing left and right. Um, so I don't know. Well, let's let's transition to LeBron. LeBron mm-hmm. is gone. I mean, I guess we don't know yet, but like maybe July first. What do you see as the best place for him besides Cleveland? I still think Cleveland may be the best choice. I, do but I, I don't know. I, I do too. I don't know. I don't see no else. Me either. I say I say L.A. because oh, it'll be a similar situation as Miami is that he kind of gets to build his own team. The only thing about that is that they have to play the Warriors just to get to the finals, right? Utah. I like I like LA too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like LA too. Uh, Utah Jazz, but also Utah Jazz. also Utah um, to get PG. Also, Lonzo Ball and him. It's just like this Philly situation. LeBron, shit, he be on his own team. You know what he did to Wiggins? Says you never know. He yeah, that, I think that's what the Lakers were trying to tell him too. No, and nobody's untouchable. So just to let you know, if you want to come in and reconstruct some stuff, exactly, it's yours. But we're not letting you determine who get paid or not. Because see what you did in Cleveland, exactly. Um, 
It's a possibility, though. It's a possibility, it's bro. Be a nice little offseason, man. Oh, yeah. The offseason's about to be You'd be amazing. happy with that? You get LeBron, LeBron James, but... But you have to trade Lonzo somewhere else? Lonzo and Kuz. You think about it. I mean, if you attach Luol nah, Day's contract... I'll take that back. I'll take that I'm back. going to give her to uh, Julius Randle first. Well, they don't well, have... First of all, he's they a free, have to sign him. He is a restricted free agent. First of all, they have to sign him to do anything. They don't They don't have to sign him. I think, <laughs> I think they will. If you're getting LeBron James, why are you going to sign him? If you're going to have to get rid of him. It's not guaranteed we're getting LeBron. We're going to have to wait. In this situation, LeBron's there. Exactly. Oh. That's the situation we're <laughs> yeah, playing with right now. The hypothetical that. situation. I would say... So, I, what, you ain't going to answer the question? What? He just said, oh, I didn't know y'all were somebody in that situation. I'm saying, I, my question was, if you get LeBron, yeah. how would you feel about trading some of them young players? Because Paul George Y'all got hell of young players. B.I. Lonzo. Lonzo. Josh Hart. I mean, it's it's all right. I don't know. I'm biased, though. I, I really like our young players. <laughs> I do, too. But I, at the same time, I want to see get us back to like being successful mm-hmm. as soon as possible. Do you think if y'all don't sign free agents, like big-name free agents, that that young core can eventually win a championship in this league? Basketball season is finally back. And you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there will be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That's hard to say. I can't tell the future. But I'd say we're going to be a very good young core, and I see us getting back to the playoffs soon. I think they will be. I, I, not that young. I don't young know about championship because it's, it's so hard because it takes in so not many Not that young things. team, but I think that young team going to grow up to be a couple all-stars. So if you add in free agency. A superstar. Not even a superstar. Just an all-star. Add Paul George. Paul George ain't a superstar, but... Add him to the mix, and you got you some damn shit. What I'm shit. hoping is if we keep Brandon Ingram and he progresses, I hope he turns into that that superstar mm-hmm. that we're looking for, that go to get like I'm gonna go get you a bucket type superstar. Yeah. Don't be surprised if he gets traded this offseason. That's why I said I'm hoping. <laughs> I feel like the Luol Deng contract is there. They can still get two max contracts with the Luol Deng contract, but if you attach one of those young players and Luol Deng, you can get like not maybe not an all star caliber, but like a, nice a tier right piece. underneath it. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. I think the Lakers free agency is going to be one of the, yeah. the most I got, exciting. I read a lot of articles saying that, like, the L.A. is probably, like, the biggest. Like, they're going to win this offseason. They they got the opportunity to, but who knows how it's going to work. Who's It's Palenka now. Yep, is Rob Palenka. Is this his first free agency season? Or la, was he their last free agency? Last year. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they kind of struck out last year with all the guys. They just played it safe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they were like, we're going to wait till next offseason mm-hmm. to have two instead of one. And don't be surprised as a Laker fan if you hear that again. No, I'm not. If LeBron James stay in Cleveland. Yeah, I know. I know. With know. The upcoming free agent next season, too. Exactly. Who's out there next year? I don't even know. Clay Thompson, Kawhi. Clay Thompson. Um, well, the Spurs uh, said they're going to give him a Supermax. Right. We'll see yeah. if, he, if he takes Jimmy it out. Bo- I think Jimmy Butler's a free agent, too. Yep. I think Jimmy you're right. Bo- yeah, I think yep. you're right. Um, Return to Chicago. 
Nope. Please don't. No disrespect, Jimmy, but I like what we got. And we're not going to be ready to win next year anyway. So just just do your thing. You you deserve better. Don't come back, please. Yeah, the Lakers, it's going to be interesting, man. It's going to be real interesting all season. I, wait, I don't know if you answered there. What do you think is the best place besides Cleveland for LeBron? I said Utah. Utah. Come on, Derek. With Utah. This. You know damn well he's not going to Utah. I'm just saying. I seen like be, it was. A, it I seen a, an article too saying play. that like the most plausible spots for LeBron. And it mentioned the Heat again. Him going it's possible with Dwayne Wade. I don't know. I mean, I, it's slightly. Po- they got a lot of money wrapped up in like Tyler Johnson. Got making like 17 mil next year. Yeah, he, I think his original contract was like two or three years, 50 mil or something like something. That. Cra- 2016. That you know how free agency was that year. Um, <laughs> but let me look at the Miami. Uh, he cap. What about the Utah Jazz? What do you think you keep saying Utah Jazz? He gets a center. He gets a ball handler. He gets a good shooting guard. He has angles. Just do they have money corner. for that? They do have some money. They I would know. have to make a couple moves to get a max player. First they, of all, they got okay Ricky Rubio and LeBron James on the same floor together. I, I can't know. even see I don't LeBron know going to Utah. Either. Just as a state, I don't see him going to Utah. Yeah, I mean, that's why I'm saying be <laughs> realistic, so but I'll even just listen to him just because he just has to say something crazy. Um, <laughs> I think that was crazy. I think it was... Derek, there's a 0% chance to go to Utah. <laughs> you missed you it yesterday. The best fit. You, you missed the best it yesterday. Fit. But Re- said, best realistic fit, Derek. That's a good fit for him. Best realistic fit. I know yeah. damn, the best fit is the Warriors, but we. I don't think he's going to go there. <laughs> If we're being honest, he could just play center for the Golden State Warriors, Derek. <laughs> but I mean, see yesterday because you weren't in, you don't have an Xbox, but right. he said he's willing to be Skip Bayless for us to give views. I don't, I don't, I, that's not what I want to hear. I'm about to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> and he said he's willing to jump on the sword to get us trending. Don't, no, you're, not, you're not willing to do that. He's not even like, it's one thing if you say it. But when you say like after you say something like that, you have to back it up with something that sounds at least like yeah. That's one thing that those guys do pretty well, right? Yeah. They can say some dumb stuff all the time, and then they'll back it up with stuff that kind of makes sense to go along mm-hmm. with it. You can't just say LeBron the twelfth best player of all time. I don't know who did he something. say against going against K Love in the championship? Huh? Was it Derek Favors? It was some weird person, bro. It might who, wait, who, who are you talking about? Do you remember when Derek said? This is oh, like yes, Nurkic. yes. Yeah, he said, a Yoke, he said a Yoke, Nurkic love matchup is going to be something to look forward to. It's, yeah. He said something like that. And didn't we end the episode right there? Or we, uh, we probably, probably, probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And here he's back again. We're talking about LeBron James, <laughs> you, and he's now, saying the Jazz. Okay, but Utah does have $20.7 million in cap space this year without making any trade. So they got money to get somebody. It ain't going to be LeBron. It ain't going to be Donovan Paul George. Trying to, it ain't going to be Paul George. Paul George. You got Paul George <laughs> so twisted. I think it'll be fun. Is it, even like it's, hey, I'm back, I'm here as Gordon Hayward. Role, give me that back. Even though it's not the same team as with Gordon Hayward, but like, hey, he want to go to with a sunshine. They gonna sign Jabari Park. He's a Mormon. They, they That's go, a Mormon state. That is a Mormon state. You're right. And they gonna get it in. They gonna sign Tyreek Evans. Hell no. Did we bring up Tyreek Evans? Ain't did going we bring to up LeBron's hand? We did not bring up LeBron's hand. I mean, y'all, we can for five seconds. I mean, I just not, think it's funny. Same shit happened. I with, feel bad for that chalkboard. Marcus Smart. Yeah, same thing happened with Marcus Smart. But I, I found out that he didn't break his hand. He just yeah, cut it, it real a, bad. It was a oh, that was Marcus Smart. No, a laceration. Smart? Yeah, a laceration for Marcus Smart that they had to sew up. You know, yeah. had to get stitches and stuff. You couldn't play through. LeBron had a bone contusion. Yeah, which Very serious. Enough, I guess. Sure, he did. 
Not stop him from going to get 40. I believe because that ain't a reason to lie. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see game one? If I was LeBron, I would have punched something too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That frustration had to be real. You saw the clip the next day Gia. of them at the be- on the bench yeah. afterwards, and he just seemed like distraught. Yeah, left. <laughs> just seemed distraught. So, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't blame him. And in that game, he seemed like he was just ready. I've punched shit for less more for for less stuff. I've seen you punch something in yeah. game. Yeah, I, oh yeah, I did punch something in game. Yeah, that's right. Wait, you know about that? Mm-mm. You punched the ball. I got called for a bad foul, and the ball was in my hand. I just hit it to the ceiling. That's it. I got to take up. We lost the game. We were down by fifteen at that point anyway. Uh, so don't, that that was not the turning uh, point. That was the turning point of it. I gave that momentum. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't play for it. Coach just sat me for that game too, <laughs> and he told me like after the game. It was my fault that he said he was been, he would have been willing to play me again, but I guess I sat on the bench pouting, pouting or some shit. It was a it was a bad day. It was a bad day of the year. Unrealistic coaches. <laughs> Don't sleep, man. Coach Dick Lovick was was the guy. He was the man. That was my boy. But yeah, I, I just do not like unrealistic coaches. I'm mad. What you mean? You want me to sit on the bench and smile? <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to say I don't take the game serious enough. So it's a lose-lose. Did y'all know Kendrick Perk? Somebody guessed Kendrick Perkins' salary for the season. Seven million dollars? Six. Mike? $13,000. That's how much you got paid to sit on the bench. I was going to say 80K. Wouldn't y'all take that money? Yeah. Yeah. To travel, to be at at the games courtside. You just got to be that that, that tough guy, too. Yeah. Because you see what happened with him at Durant, right? Him and Steph. Him and Durant. Oh, he did something with Durant, too? press conference. They friends, Mike. Don't look too much to that. That's a joke. I was being, I was sarcastic. Oh. Um, Some people thought that was serious. That's why I said that. He does have a team option for next year that's worth $2.4 million. So he can come back next year and make that bank if the Cavs want to keep him. But I was looking at that early uh, yesterday, and I was like, this man making $13,000 to sit court side of the NBA game. He making more than me? Making way more than us, for sure. So I, I take that money yeah, any day. 13000 a year? For the whole year, yeah. I mean, he wasn't there the whole year. He basically signed right before... The um, finals. I mean, not the finals. The playoffs, right? So he thirteen thousand for like two months worth of work, and you didn't really have to touch the court. Come on, dog. Easy I didn't money. Even practice, bro. No, he was he would warm up and stuff. Uh, he would definitely warm up and stuff. Um, I felt like he was just like that that player coach, not player coach, but you know what I'm talking he, about. No, like I he know. Was there yeah, the, but the he did league. warm up and stuff. He was in sweats, but once the game hit, he was just he was just playing. Y'all saw how David West had uh, told um, Steve Kerr. Like, I'm going to go talk to Clay Thompson that he didn't have to do it. Yeah, I think that's pretty dope. That's that veteran stuff that you want wait, um, wait, for a guy. Sorry, what happened? David West said, oh. David Clay West. Thompson was a bad shot. took a bad shot. Took a bad shot early in the shot clock. And then that made Steve Kerr call timeout. And Steve Kerr is about to chew Clay Thompson out. But uh, David West like, don't worry, I got this, coach. Yeah, that's and how he did I feel it. like the Warriors environment is. Like, they just have everybody, everybody, like, puts in their effort into that community. So I just walked away from the set for a second to watch a video that is being talked about on Twitter right now. Mm-hmm. And it's Russell Westbrook in his car listening to some Ice Cube. And Ice Cube saying something about going soft. That I seen it coming. That's why I went solo. And, you know, they're they trying to. Is it no, he's listening to no Vaseline? Yeah, no okay. Vaseline. And, One of the greatest uh, diss tracks. They trying to say to KD, which is yeah. probably true. Yeah. You don't have Russell B. Yeah, yeah. he trying to do that subliminal stuff. And yeah, then, on this caption, it's like a tw- uh, Instagram video. Say I'm on my gangster ish today. Lol. Yeah, 
I mean, he got. A, does he have a point? Probably just a little bit. I seen it coming. That's why I went so low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was something else I want to bring up on the show. Oh, oh, um, Brian s- Angela? No, so oh, we should talk about that too. Bye, bye. Um, but it was one last thing about this series before we move on to the, the beginning of our like off season stuff. Um, somebody said David West said. Um, that there was a lot of things that happened behind closed doors, but none of it hit the public dealing with the Golden State Warriors. So that's that just uh, tells you how great this team really is. It ain't hit the public yet. Yeah. Somebody going to say some stuff. Yeah. It was probably during the Houston series. You think so? Yeah, when they were struggling. To, when it was just like your world with Steph and KD, and they were both taking bad shots consistently. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to do it themselves. I feel like it was some clash, though, and they weren't working as a team. I don't think so. I think they just got into some situation where they played bad basketball. When you think about it, because that was quickly overcame, if that's the case. If we were together pretty much every day of our lives, there's going to be some stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Every team goes through things. I don't know how big of things they went through. Apparently, um, this has been the same way for a couple years now. Draymond Green and Steve Curry don't really get along, but they respect each other basketball-wise, so they, like, work together, but they don't really get along like that. Um... I don't know if that could be a situation or anything, but who who realistically gets along with Draymond Green? <laughs> his, don't blame his BM. Steve Kerr. His B, well, his BM may not either. She don't. She's not with him no more. <laughs> oh, you're not. He left her for some uh, housewife show girl. Okay, then they're not his BM. <sighs> not his BM. Like the, his teammates like him. Maybe they like winning. Yeah. If I, I don't see them putting up with that if they was losing. All right, let's Katie, move on to like get out my face. Our off season stuff. Mm-hmm. What are y'all most looking forward to dealing with the off season? Right now, the NBA draft yeah. is my main priority. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see who the Bulls draft. Same, bro. Like so excited. Last year, we made some power moves for our future, and I, I mean, it, I, I thought they were bad. They turned out to be pretty solid so far. Um, and this year, I doubt we make any power moves, but we gonna draft somebody, and hopefully, it's the right person for our future. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm the same way with my team. I'm interested to see what the Knicks do. Um, Ninth pick, right? Yes, sir. Uh, also, interested to see what the Sixers do because they have that tenth pick, and it's, it's it's some guys that could be available in that tenth pick that could be you know turn out to be some solid NBA players. Um, and then it's a, it's a possibility we could see a lot of trades and moves. You know, they saying Boston with the Jalen Brown situation could be something that we need to pay attention to. Mo Bamba is becoming a talk of the draft because of uh, his numbers with these workouts. It's going to be real interesting. It's going to be a preview to free agency. I think we're going to see a lot of crazy things going on in this draft because um, there's some talent in this draft. And it, it'll it'll be around late to see some teams make some moves. Do any of you guys have, like, an idea or foresee anything about changes in the NBA? Changes in the NBA game? No, no I have. I don't even have interest in that. What do you mean? I don't know. Well, I always thought, so we were talking, when we did the phone podcast, I was talking about, like, um, the awards, how they do them. Oh, after the, oh right. Yeah, I thought you meant rules. No, just, just, like. The formatting and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and I was reading articles and everything, and there's people, like, yeah, James Harden was clear cut like MVP in the regular season, but now like after watching LeBron, Stephen Clay, or not Clay, but KD do their thing, it's kind of hard to unsee that. Same thing with the coaching's perspective with Brad Stevens. But all of that was voted for in the regular season. That's what he's saying. Change that format. Yeah, at least they but should do the announcements afterwards. I or, think they should do it before announce it before I mean, the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Like that's how they used to do, but now they want to make yeah. all this money with the NBA 
award and, and show. I think the players will want them well, to do it do how it. they used to do it because yeah. that award thing, you got to, in your middle of your offseason, you got to come to LA to do this show. Like, come on, man. Mm. You don't have to. They, could they, is it an idea to but most of them like is there. the playoffs awards? No, I, nah. I, I won't want that. Mm-hmm. I won't want that. You got Just the finals the MVP. But then you get the finals yeah. MVP. What would be the playoff awards? Exactly. Like finals MVP. Exactly. Playoff MVP. And then how how do you compare the numbers? Because well, isn't that just finals MVP? <laughs> just finals? Nah, because I mean, like nobody, nobody in the first round is going to win that. Exactly. You know what I mean? How could somebody from the second round beat somebody who played in the finals? Yeah, I mean, it's, all, it's all suggestion. So it's not like yeah. I like the new idea they're going to be rolling out through the summer league with the challenge flags. Oh, yeah. I do not like that, bro. The game is so slow already. Imagine but it's not like a flag. I understand that point, but you you know, like there were periods of time throughout the season where like the refs just made bad calls. Can you imagine if you just boom here cha- uh, see? Yeah. Review, just review that. Yeah. Like with the Giannis the when he stepped, quarter. like when Giannis stepped out of bounds, they would have probably love to um, throw a challenge flag there. Okay, so they only in the fourth quarter in a close game. Or just review questionable calls. But sometimes they don't. It's like the game. Just exactly, review questionable calls. It's just that simple. You I'm, have a replay for a reason. I'm okay with slowing down the game just a small bit if that means we get like. The best form of officiating. That's, that's personal. If you though. do that, don't allow the players to go to their bench so that way it's not a free timeout. They don't, but they still crowd around. They don't go to the bench, but the Ty Lue would be like, come here. So, I mean, you still technically go into the bench, even though you technically not. Um, Take away some timeouts if your challenge gets like, what, I, I don't know, yeah, what is it like called? The NFL. Take away, right, yeah. The My thing is, you got to replay, use it. Cut all the replay rules out. We can't do it with two minutes. No, use the replay, get it right, and we're going on about our day. Yeah, it kind of plays hand in hand. Like, if they did would do what you're saying, there's no need for that because you're able to go back and overturn those. But mm-hmm. with the regulations they have, it kind of makes like, sense to add that in. Yeah, true. But that could be questionable calls on, like, so many plays in the game. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. can see why he's saying, why slow it up? Well, I feel like those would be limited, though. Like, maybe you only get one. So, you're still going to get missed calls. So, what is that? Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be missed calls. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, you're right. If if you feel like that play was crucial in the first half, but what if it's – and you just use it where you ha- you don't have no more, and now it's a way more questionable thing in the fourth quarter? Like, no, I don't want the well, game to I be think that's determined just be, off. I think that's just being a smart coach to save that. But all these plays matter. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, who's to say it being – okay, say if you let a play – Contreras, the coach – of the Bulls, and he let a play in the first half slide because he's trying to save it. But that was the play that ended up changing the game. It's like, now the next day on ESPN, why didn't he use the thing? And he ended up never using it. He had his thing to use. He never used it. Well, that, well that's in the hindsight. He doesn't know the future, though. <laughs> but, like, you could say the same thing about, like, a lot of different stuff. If that, like, yeah. I mean, it's for just, example, we're using it wisely. For so, example, so just use replay in general so we can get as many of the calls right as we can instead of limiting it. Like, we only going to just get one call right. Let's just try to get as many calls. It's going to be big calls, of course, traveling. Mm-hmm. We, of course, they're not going to go back and be like, oh, yeah, he did take three steps. But it's certain things that change the game more than other things that's just significant. No, I understand what you're saying. Like stepping out of – like certain plays, maybe certain plays. Mm-hmm. Like out of bounds. What plays? if three big plays happen in the last minute of the game? Oh, yeah. Are we, not, are we just going to ignore two because he only got one flag left? No, let's get them all right. That's yeah, all I'm saying. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. I, we, I think collectively, 
everybody just wants you, lose you know good officials. They should do it like the NFL. You don't lose that flag like, if, if, it's if it's right. If you're right, yeah. yeah if you're right, because mm-hmm. in the NFL, don't you only get one challenge. Yeah, uh, I think uh, it's nah, two. Yeah. But if you, but if, but if you get it right, you, you get keep, it back. Right? Yeah, you keep it. Yeah. I don't watch the NFL though. Even if something like that, even if you get it right, I know you don't lose the timeout. If you, you don't. Get it you right. you time don't out. lose the timeout. But I don't think you, you can just it. throw flags out. You know what I mean? Like, say if you've been getting them all right, I don't think you just get to just keep throwing them. Um, but the NFL is so different because it's it's just like sucks. It's like how many they don't really have that many questionable. It's not a lot of times you have a questionable call. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's more it's like no fouls. It's more like spotting the ball. Where where did he land? Exactly. Stuff. And like, then they was, got, it, was it a fumble? Yeah. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. Was, was it, it a pass interference? So, yeah. So yeah. how many times did that happen throughout the game? It, it, Sometimes zero. Exactly. Yeah, the whole game. But, um, but in the NBA, it's always, was that a block or a charge? Um, did he step out of bounds? All type of that type of stuff. Was it the shot out of his hand before the shot clock or the quarters over with? That's, that's every NBA game type stuff. So... The shot, the shot out of his hand thing. They they look at that like like during commercial timeouts. Like, yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't really impact the game too much. As long as you get it right, eventually it don't matter. Oh, is a two instead of a three? Just to subtract that one point now, then. Now, um, I want to give a, a shout out to our friend Will, who's a listener to the show. I don't know what he's going through, but apparently he's in the hospital. Uh, y'all seen the tweet? Seemed like all of y'all favored it. He's in the hospital. And he says our show helps him through it. I don't know what you're going through, Will. But we with you, brother. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Stay strong, my boy. Keep your head up, Will. Um, and then one last thing before we end off and head off to the after show. Somebody tweeted at me asking, um, why did Derek say he's coming out the closet? Did he lose a bet or something? It doesn't matter. We're just curious. My girlfriend had my phone. There we go. There's the explanation. Did somebody <laughs> screenshot that? Uh, I don't I know. I didn't screenshot it. Mean, was it on X to Y? Yeah. But nothing else was. <laughs> nah, that was the only asked the wire question. Oh, okay. Um, thank y'all so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back. Don't forget to hit that Patreon, man. It's about to be a spicy free agency. It's going to be a lot of conversation. The draft is going to make uh, for a lot of conversation. Let's get it.